Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. Hello, Ivy Church. Hello, Ivy Church. Welcome to Ivy Church. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. As you probably know by now, we are in our year of transformation. So far, we've had the big reveal, but within that, we've talked about setting God-given goals for the year ahead. Not conforming to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our minds and being doers of the word, not just hearers. The key passage we are attempting to memorize is from Romans 12, verse 2, which says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. During the last few weeks, Anthony has been talking about bio. Bio is a word that means life, and we've been using it as an acronym that helps us to unlock the different elements of how God brings about transformation in our lives. So bio is a discipline, bio is a focus, and bio is about connection. We are a supernatural community that's all about Jesus, and so today we're going to unpack the three core elements of being a devoted follower of Jesus using bio, before God daily, in community weekly, and on mission 24-7. Lisa will start us off with before God daily, but first let's pray. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come before you afresh today. And we know that you can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. And so we pray this morning that we would be people who are ready to hear all that you have for us and that we would be transformed by you, by your power. Amen. Before God daily. When you hear this, you might be thinking, well, I've heard it all before. Read your Bible, pray and worship. You see, it is that, but it is so much more. We are coming before the Lord God, who is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is our creator, he made you. He is our loving father and he knows you. He cares for you, he knows your needs and he will provide for you. We were made to be in relationship with God and he wants to spend time with you. He's not waiting for you to come and say, here I am, sir. He's waiting for you to say, here I am, Father God, with your arms open wide. I'm here, I'm here. It's like when you see your best friend, your family, or your kids. It's like, I'm happy to see them. I smile and I go and give them a hug. If you're not a hugger, perhaps maybe a fist bump or a, all right. But there's a knowing, isn't there? There's a knowing you know and they know. There's a connection. There's a relationship. It's really important to remember who it is that we're coming to daily. If you see meeting with God as a, if you see meeting with God as a thing that I've got to do, you're not really going to be motivated. Remember who you are meeting with. If it's helpful, remind yourself of the things that He's done for you. Who is God to you? Write down or recall that time when God dot 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 fill in the blanks. 
And always remember that God loves you and sent his son Jesus to die for you. For some of us, maybe that is where we need to start. It's understanding and reminding ourselves of who God is. But it comes full circle because to know God is to read his word, it's to read the Bible. It's to spend time in his presence, to speak to him. You'll get to understand who he is, who he is to you, but also who you are to God. As followers of Jesus, we, we do need to come before God daily. We do need to read the Bible. We do need to pray. We do need to worship because we need God. Worship him. Worship him in song, dance, in poetry. Express yourself. Pray. When we pray, welcome God into your day. Give thanks to him. Give him space to speak to you. Allow yourself space to listen to him. Lay it all down. Give him all your burdens, your thoughts. Ask him for help and for wisdom. Read your Bible. Anthony encouraged us last week to read the Bible directly. Devotionals were sharing the good, but ultimately the word and the wisdom of God comes directly from the Bible. So maybe a devotional alongside the Bible. There are so many options out there to help you with your Bible reading. As an example, the Bible app, they have lots of reading plans and you can choose from, um, from you can just choose from any that you want and they're just, they're very different and I found some particularly helpful. So let your time spent with God change you. As Anthony mentioned in a passage about looking in the mirror, then turning away and, and just forgetting what you look like, we need to take action on what God is showing us and teaching us. Be doers of the word. If you know all this, yet at the same time you struggle to read the Bible or pray, then ask God why. If you already know, then tell God your why and ask him to change you. God knows our situations. There is grace for where we're at. If we are honest with ourselves, we will know the truth. Is it that we're too busy? Is it that we're prioritizing other things instead of God? Or is there something deeper that's stopping you from coming to God? Assuming that we're in agreement that it's important that we come before God daily, it makes a lot of sense that we start each morning coming to God. But sometimes our situations just don't really allow for it. For example, for me, it's very rare that I have a moment in the morning to myself. Because most nights, Jackson comes into our bed at some point during the night and he knows when I wake up and then immediately clings onto me like a koala bear. And to be honest, it feels more like a baby bear these days. It's very heavy, um, but I, I digress. But sadly for me, mornings just aren't currently working so well. But that doesn't mean that I don't do anything at all. I never miss my breakfast, unless I'm fasting. So if it means grabbing something before I leave the house and stuffing my face in the car, I'll do that. But I'm doing something. So coming back to spending time with God, I'll do it at another time that allows for it, whether it's when Jackson naps or during lunch at work or doing something at the end of the day when he's asleep again. I'll find a way. There are ideals, but I think we all know that a lot of times it's not the reality. God knows, and we just need to find a way that works for the situation we're in. God is such a good God. We were made to be in relationship with him. What is your relationship with God like currently? I encourage you, but I also challenge you that this morning, that if God is not currently your priority, that you make a change in your daily habits to put him first. 
Allow him to speak into your life every day and let your mind be transformed and renewed. If you're not aware already, we as a church, we are praying and fasting for a week starting tomorrow, Monday 22nd of January to Sunday the 28th. We want to dedicate the beginning of the year to seek God wholeheartedly. We'd love you to join in. You can find out all the details on ivychurch.org forward slash prayer and fasting. Perhaps you can start with that. Sign on to say, I'm in, and join in on the Zoom call tomorrow morning at 7.30am. We wouldn't want you to miss out on what God is doing, so do fast with us as a church. As part of this prayer and fasting, we have an encounter night on Wednesday the 24th at 7.30 in Ditterbury, and we'll be there till 12am. Come and join us for all of it or just part of it. We can't wait to spend this precious time in the presence of the Lord our God. In Community Weekly. Being in community is a vital component of BIO, especially in this year of transformation, where we're seeking what it means to be a supernatural community who are all about Jesus. Community generally means people who are gathered together in a certain place, or people who have a common background, or common interests, or a common cause. And to elevate this further would involve a mutual love and care for one another. Because community is about being with one another. It's about living life with one another. It's about loving one another. It's about forgiving one another. It's about praying for each other. And the Bible is full of examples of being one another's. Now, Christian community is such an important part of how we live as Christians. Jesus himself gathered disciples around him to create community. And the early church spent much of their time in community together. Having a community of other believers around us benefits us and our faith in so many ways. You see, we weren't created to follow Jesus alone, but to follow him in the context of community. And community isn't always something that's instant. It does take time and it takes commitment, but it needs to be prioritised. In the book of Hebrews, we read, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Jesus himself promised his presence when two or three meet together in his name. He said, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. And we know that he does powerful things in those spaces because when we gather together, he is there too. So what does community look like for us in our contexts? What does it look like for you? We love gathering together on a Sunday in our different locations and in different ways, but we don't just want it to be about Sundays. Being in community doesn't just mean Sundays, it means meeting midweek in smaller groups too, and as we call them here at Ivy, in grow groups. But why are grow groups important? Well, they're important as they're a place where we can be real, where we can share more vulnerably with others who love us where we can be prayed for and also pray for others. Grow groups are places where we can study and go deeper into the word of God so that we can really grow and mature in our faith to spur one another on, just like the word says, and to be accountable to one another. 
You see, grow groups as communities are so important for building your faith. And the book of James gives us some beautiful illustrations of what this looks like. It says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. So a community like a grow group are the people that you need that will pray for you, that will pray alongside you, that will rejoice with you, that will listen to confessions with love, with forgiveness and compassion. The people who are going to call you out when you're drawn to the ways of the world and help pull you back. This is how our faith is built, by learning from one another and by being discipled by other Christians. And grow groups are such a great place where this can happen. So let me ask you a question. Are you in a grow group? And if not, why not? Let us help you find the right one for you. In Anthony's talk last week, he asked us who our Peter, James and John are in our communities. Peter, James and John were the three out of the 12 disciples that Jesus chose to keep close, the ones he chose to share the more intricate parts of his life with. Who are those closest to you or those you really connect with within our church family? You see, it's important because we all need those kinds of relationships as followers of Jesus. When we're truly connected with others, we become accountable and growth comes from being accountable. Through our church family, being in community, we have a team of people, big or small, who will encourage us. In community, we can carry one another's burdens and encourage one another when life is hard. In community, we can encourage one another in our faith, in our giftings, in the good times and the fun times. In community, we worship together. In community, our actions are accountable to others. In community, we read and learn scripture. And it's in community with Christian brothers and sisters that we can spiritually mature to the point where we can confidently encourage others to follow our example as we follow the example of Jesus. Before God Daily, in Community Weekly, on Mission 24-7. Mission brings about both the adventure and the fruit of being before God and in community. Jesus would get up early while it was still dark, get away from everything to be before God. Uh, This was part of his daily discipline. Um, And I guess as much as he loved being with the disciples and on mission, this might have been his favourite part of the day. Jesus with the Father. Uh, We can only imagine what that was like. Yet he didn't stay before the Father by himself, this one-to-one time. Um, It gave him what he needed for the day ahead, both in community and on mission. 
the community Jesus created with his disciples was, was radical. They shared everything, time, food, slept on floors together, travelled, money and their struggles. They built trust and friendship despite their differences. Uh, we can't be about God's mission without time before God or without being part of a community that goes together, that cheers each other on, mourns together, prays, worships, sharpens and challenges one another. When we have that connection with God and with each other, we can't keep it to ourselves. We can't just stop there. We've been called and commissioned to go and tell others uh, and show Jesus Though it is tempting to stop there, there is a, there's a selfishness in us to seek out the comfort of God and community for ourselves. There's also a fear in all of us uh, of risking rejection and ridicule or, or far worse, to share Jesus with others who don't know him. However, the real deep joy is in partnering with God and each other, in sharing the gospel, in seeing disciples made and God's kingdom advance. There is nothing like a friend or even a stranger discovering Jesus for themselves and accepting what he has done for them on the cross and wanting to tell everyone they can the good news. That's why we're here, to be reconciled to God and to help others do the same. Uh, some of that fear is not knowing where to start. George Muller, uh, a hero of the faith from Bristol many years ago, was asked how often he prayed and he replied, hours every day but I live in the spirit of prayer. I pray as I walk, when I lie down and when I rise and the answers are always coming. He has given me unworthy as I am, immeasurably above all I have asked or thought. I am only a poor, frail, sinful man but he has heard my prayers tens of thousands of times and used me as a means of bringing tens of thousands of souls into the way of truth in this and other lands. George Muller recorded, wrote down over 50,000 specific answers to prayer in his lifetime. Uh, but he also committed to praying for five friends who were far from God. Um, and he prayed for them every day, simply. And this is where we start before God, offering ourselves, praying for boldness and opportunity, and praying for those God lays in our heart with an expectancy that God will move. Uh, this is a discipline that takes some of the focus off ourselves and on to connecting with those God wants us to reach for him out in the world. And we do this in community so we can pray for one another and each other's friends and family and neighbours and colleagues uh, as we go together like the disciples started doing when Jesus sent them out in pairs. Jesus' instructions to the first disciples as they began to practice mission 24-7 was, as they go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of God has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Now, that looks like the start of a supernatural community that is all about Jesus. Now, if we pray and keep each other going, the opportunities will come. And when they do, we need to be prepared to both offer prayer uh, and to give an answer for the faith that we profess. We don't need to know it all or have degrees. Uh, we just need to be real and ready to simply pray and to share the difference Jesus has made in our lives as well as who Jesus, Jesus is. Practice sharing the gospel. Find a way that works for you. It might be using the three circles or the four points. Jesus at the door 
or another simple way to summarise the gospel and give opportunity uh, for response. Uh, there is a growing phrase called bus stop theology, the idea that in your own way, as you pray and go about your day, you're willing and open to be interrupted and chat naturally with a stranger or a friend, uh, to listen to them and to be ready to pray or share Jesus when the opportunity comes. If you need some uh, basic tools to help, consider doing Ivy's uh, Knowing, Growing, Going course with a friend or, or family member, then you can offer to do it with others. Uh, three sessions, one hour each, or consider discipleship pathway training, which uh, gently helps you get in a rhythm of discipleship and being on mission 24-7. So, we start before God daily by praying for opportunities and praying for those God has placed on your heart. Uh, and we do it in community through love. We encourage each other to be about God's mission 24-7, praying together and having fun. This is how Paul encouraged the church in Colossians. He told them to devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too. Pray that God may open a door for our message so that we uh, may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders, Make the most of every opportunity and let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. After 18 months, George Muller's first friend was saved, and after five years, the second gave his life to Jesus, and then a year later, the third. But the last two took 52 years uh, and came to faith after George had died, but George never gave up. Let's keep on being about mission 24-7. As we've been sharing, maybe there's one area in particular that's a challenge for you. Or maybe you sense God has prompted you to focus on something specific in the coming weeks or the months. Let me ask you a question. Where do you feel that God is transforming you? Or where in your life do you need God's transforming power? Are you choosing to spend quality time before God each day? How are you connecting with your community? Are you part of a grow group? Are you part of a team serving at church? Or do you have a few close Christian friends who you can be accountable to and who can pray for you and with you? What is it that mission looks like in your life? I want to encourage you to make a point of writing down what you're going to do as a result of what we have looked at together. Let's pray. Father, we want to be transformed by you. We long to be more like Jesus. We're sorry for the areas in our life that we have neglected that don't reflect Jesus. We need your help. I pray that you fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Jesus, thank you that you are interceding for us. Help us keep our eyes fixed on you, to prioritise time with you and find rhythms of coming before you each day. And Father, we want to grow in being a supernatural community that is all about Jesus. Help us love you, our neighbours, each other and ourselves like you do. Thank you for the people you put in our lives and we pray for those we know and come across who don't know you yet. Help us keep them in our prayers 
and I pray that you give us opportunities to bless, to serve, to listen, to share your gospel with others. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you.